0: Love Talk Radio
1: Hello everyone. I'm Brian Carrington and you're listening to Call Talk for February 17th, 2017. Today's topic is customer experience the newest MindMeld Methodology. Now, if you're listening live, I'd like to invite you to be a part of the show. And it's real easy. You can email me your questions at brian at benchmarkportal.com, spelled again, b-r-i-a-n at benchmarkportal.com. Of course, want to remind you that all of our shows are archived and available to listen to at any time that's convenient for you. Just go to our website at benchmarkportal.com. Now, I'd like to introduce the host of the show of the MindMeld Methodology, Captain Spock. I mean, Dr. <laughs> <Mr>. Bruce Belfiore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Captain Brian. I appreciate it and welcome back to Call Talk everyone. Yes, we're in the mind meld edition here. So, uh, we all know that everyone is trying to coach their agents to connect better with callers, to get that mind meld in there so that they can sell better to them or If you're on the customer service side, so they can serve customers better. And that's why we wanted to talk with an expert uh, about this, uh, a new emerging best practice in customer connecting. And so we brought back Mark Coudre to speak with us. Uh, Mark's professional activities involve strategic planning, direction, and transition for companies moving from an analog marketing delivery model to a digital model. Mark is actively involved in R&D of sales, social media technologies, as well as implementation into commercial environments. And prior to his current activities, Mark focused on digital technologies for the printing industry, and his work has been published globally in more than 400 articles, papers, and columns that have appeared all over the world over the last 25 years. So he's worked with clients in 41 countries, so he has a lot of global experience. So he's also a student of the mind and emotions and leveraging his knowledge of the human mind and decision-making processes, Mark has created a unique approach that begins with listening to customer calls very carefully, then coaching agents in ways really no one has ever done before. So it's my pleasure to welcome Mark back to the show. Hello, how are you
0: doing, Mark? That's great, Bruce. Thank you for having me back again. Um, I'm always delighted to be here and to share the things Uh, that are working right now and uh, the new things that are coming uh, down the road that we're developing. Yep, looking forward to hearing
2: about uh, both, actually. So the last time you were on the program, Mark, we talked about some of the exciting work you've been doing with inbound sales contact centers. Can you bring us up to date on
0: what's been developing in that area? Well, yes, absolutely. There has been a tremendous amount of work uh, in this particular area. We started off with um, traditional coaching model with agents, and from there, it's developed now into a very robust system that we call the decisive sales model, or the decisive model, uh, which is made up of four primary components, which are um, speech, uh, conversational style, um, personality types of the agents, personality component type of the agent, the semantic uh, usage In the call the words that are being used in the call and then also we're now incorporating 24 emotional elements um, as well as the previous uh, three that I mentioned and so what this has done is it's it's allowed us to develop a model that now is including the intersection of speech analytics natural language processing and machine learning um, so we use all of these elements in a new way that's been different than any other sales training or any other methodology in the past. And from this, we've uh, launched a new business uh, called Decisive uh, that takes it, takes all of these elements and automates them.
2: Mm. Okay, very interesting because I think we've all heard about what's going on in speech analytics because that's been around for a while. Then there's the natural language processing, uh, which some others have uh, been active in. And then the machine learning part is really uh, very, very new. And But really bringing all of those things together is kind of a leading-edge type of thing. So tell us more about the machine learning element. Uh, AI, uh, artificial intelligence is a really hot topic today and seems to be evolving very rapidly. Uh, tell us more about that.
0: You're exactly correct, Bruce. The area is a hotbed of investment activity um, on the venture capital side. There's a lot of development that's, being taking, that's taking place right now because of the processing evolution and the ability of processing computer processing now to work fast enough uh, to give us you know, analysis and analytics on these calls in real time or very near real time. So the machine learning element, uh, when we started incorporating conversational style and personality type and emotions detection into the modeling that we we're doing, it became very apparent that what we were actually doing is creating buyer profiles for each individual, and the complexity of doing that was beyond um, normal human ability. So. We started moving and developing onto an automated um, augmented reality or augmented intelligence platform to help us apply data science principles to the calls and learn from the actual flow of the calls and the wording of the calls, etc. And this created a situation where uh, the caller uh, was guided to their own conclusions. So it's uh, very, very exciting. It's a it's a cutting edge area. We've been working with a number of major um, research groups, uh, including Gardner Group, uh, to validate the methodology. And so far, everybody that's seen it has been very excited and very supportive of it.
2: Well, you know, I think the uh, work that uh, was done, uh, the spade work, if I can put it that way, that really got things going is extremely important to talk about here, too, because, uh, you know, there's the, the digital Part, but there's the analog part. So you actually right. did a lot of work and continue to do work with centers that um, perhaps uh, you know are not ready just yet for machine learning, et cetera, But who can, in fact, benefit from a really close look, a close listen, probably is better rather than a close look, a close listen to what's going on in the center in terms of call types, in terms of personality types of the customers who are calling in, in terms of the um, uh, caller, uh, the the agent style, uh, et cetera, and coming up with ways, even before getting to uh, the machine learning part, uh, getting to ways of increasing success, either in terms of connecting for service purposes or connecting for purposes of sales uh you know don't you think that you know before the uh the, the the future the the present is actually pretty exciting too in terms of the um the, the the benefits that uh centers can find by utilizing this technology or utilizing this
0: methodology I should say that's correct and so essentially what makes the decisive model so different is that it doesn't rely on any of the traditional sales training methods. Um, On the analog side, when I set this up initially, the initial pilot product, excuse me, the initial pilot project that we ran for 15 months um, involved listening to hundreds and hundreds of phone calls and then working one-on-one with agents over a number of months um, to really understand what was going on in the sales process. Um, The traditional methods of selling are based primarily on a series of specific processes or steps, so it's very tactical. The approach that we used was to step back and say, let's look at the neuropsychology. In other words, what's happening in the brain? There's been a tremendous amount of work done in neuroscience over the last five years And what we were able to determine is that there is a a very specific sequence and pathway of activation and decision-making that takes place. And certain words will activate different parts of the brain differently. So depending on how the sales conversation and the conversational style goes, uh, there's a lot of activity in the brain that's not decision-making. So we can coach the uh, agent's, to a transition strategy, so that they're using the right words, the right semantics uh, to guide the prospect to their own outcome, and uh, as a result of that, they feel com- the prospect feels completely comfortable because they're not being sold they're being guided to their own their own decision, and this can be done without any type of a dis- assisted um, augmentation or artificial intelligence or anything like that we're applying the AI element to it to speed the process up and gather and catalog more information because this is an area that this has never been done before, so it's literally a virgin territory.
2: Mm. Yeah, no, this is what's very exciting about it, and the fact that uh, you can do it on what you and I are calling an analog basis, but uh, for our audience, basically what we're saying is that even without the machine learning, all of the high-tech, etc., uh, by doing, using a methodology which opens people's eyes, the agent's eyes uh, in particular, to how they're connecting, how they are communicating, what their communication style is like compared to that of the people calling into them. And I, I was just talking with a call center manager yesterday uh, in Chicago who I've known for many years, and she said, You know, uh, we did the training for people on how to connect better and how to use the right words, how to uh, use the understanding of the emotional side of the call better. But unfortunately, in many cases, uh, it just doesn't stick. People hear the training, they understand the training, but then when it comes to actually using it in the call, uh, and I think a lot of people listening to this call will will relate to this, that's where uh, the rubber is meeting the road and it's not uh, the The message isn't sticking with the agents. And right. what you've done, really, is to uh, take that coaching component and make it real, so that in fact, uh, you know in reviewing calls together, uh, in you know bringing the training right up to the front front line, if you will, uh, to make this a success so that uh, people can really do it and and this is very important in inbound sales, obviously, as well as in service centers uh, that want to connect and give high quality service and particularly those service centers that also do uh, upsell and cross sell as part of their mandate um, so there there's a lot of uses for this and Really, what it involves is, as I said, really careful listening, uh, whether it's on the part of uh, you as the human being or later on the machine learning, Um, and and then utilizing that in order to uh, connect better and to help the customer, as you said, with a process that's going to uh, lead them to the best result and uh, hopefully to a successful sale as well. Right. So
0: I, I think one of the things that's important to point out here, Bruce, is that this this process is um, it works differently when when I look and work with uh, centers that are typically involved with inbound calls, inbound sales calls, or customer service support calls, uh, they're typically working from some type of a script, and depending on the center, that script can be really um, require very precise compliance to that script, no deviation. If it's an insurance situation, for instance, they're required by law to to follow a very specific compliance uh, pathway for those scripts, and this is this is where the disconnect really occurs, because the process that of a prospect or a buyer, prospective buyer, making decisions, their mind has to go through four distinct, identifiable stages, and with the traditional sales approaches or the traditional methods that we've learned over the last hundred years, really, or maybe even a little bit more than a hundred years, um, are designed to activate and, you know, raise awareness and uh, and interest and then go for the trial close and do the features and benefits. None of those elements come into play here. This is really a situation where the agent, uh, asks a series of very carefully designed questions that causes the prospect to come to their own conclusion. So it never feels pressured, it never feels pushy, it never feels manipulative in any way. So as a result, the rapport and the connection factor goes up very, very fast. We also found that after working for probably four to six months, we were able to refine the questioning process down to as little as four sentences that will allow us to identify the conversational style and the personality type of the, of the caller and then be able to match the delivery of the uh, questions, the following questions, to that particular individual's preference in terms of who they are and how they like to communicate. And that really is the foundation around which the methodology is based. From there, we begin layering on the more uh, complex elements, like the semantic using, usage and the emotional state of that particular call. Right.
2: Well, and... These are, uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking in terms of the listener for this, and some uh, people may be very much up on these things. I think a lot of people listening are probably in the situation of the uh, person I was talking to yesterday, the call center manager, where they're trying to get to a a higher state of being. You know, they're trying to get to a a Spock mind meld (laughs) type of uh, uh, situation with, their customers, either for service purposes or for sales purposes, and they're just not quite getting there. And right. they're looking for something that really turbocharges their efforts. Right. And, you know, I, I think about a story that you told me of a woman that you were coaching personally after having looked at her personality profile, after looking, uh, listening to many calls that she was on and understanding her uh, communication style and the communication style of the callers who are coming into her, and uh, basically uh, talking about the semantic elements, the emotional elements that you've just been talking about, which we can't get into the whole thing on this call. Obviously, there's just too right. much there, but it's it's uh, been you, you have it um, you know organized in a way that it really is a methodology. And at the uh, toward the end of that coaching session, she started to cry. And you said to her, oh, my gosh, I didn't want to upset you. And she said, no, Mark, I'm not upset. She said, you're the first person who's ever really understood me, (laughs) right? (laughs) which was the the Dr. Phil moment. Uh, uh, And it uh, it wasn't just a mind meld there. There was kind of a heart meld there as well. And um, uh, so understanding that at the end of the day, uh, we as call center managers sometimes think in terms of scripting. We think in terms of all these other things. But if you're able to give the agents the understanding, open their eyes and right. their their uh, their emotions and their, their understanding in a new way, you have really made that quantum leap to another level of performance
0: right. that they didn't have before. Yeah, you bring up some good points, Bruce, and, and I should – mention and clarify at this point that I'm probably one of the most analytical people that you're going to meet. I tend to look at everything as a problem or an opportunity, and I tend to break it down into processes and compartmentalize things and just disassemble and deconstruct. This is the way I've been. I'm essentially an engineer at heart. Um, And I'm probably the most, the least touchy-feely, emotionally-oriented person that you're going to meet in a long time. Um, What's Really, different about this is the technology that we've developed isn't about sales or customer service. It's really about a communication technology. It's about a way of communicating in a new way that's more effective. And the best way that I can put it is that every listener that's out there today. In your life, at some point, you've met people that you just connect with. You know, the first time that you talk with them, you're just on the same wavelength. You're finishing each other's sentences, and it's like, wow, this is really great. I wish I, you know, I wish I'd met you earlier or whatever. Uh, we have that in our personal relationships. We have it with uh, some of our customers and you know some of our callers. And on the flip side, we've got those same kinds of interactions where. It ends badly, and you hang up, and you go, what just happened there? I, I, I don't understand what just went down. And essentially what we're talking about here is the ability to match and sync these communication and personality styles. So it's not all touchy-feely. It's a very uh, direct and organized methodology that can be done in an individual coaching experience, completely separate for any of the, of the more evolved technologies that we've um, created around this. So even if you're a small center or a large center, um, this, can, this can be applied in any situation and improve the communication connection with your inbound callers. Um, we've just automated it more with the machine learning element.
2: Mm. Yeah, this is all very fascinating and all very real. I mean, we've seen it actually make a difference uh, in uh, the situations that you've worked with. Um, so so to tell us about how this is being applied and uh, where it's most appropriate and what kind of results uh, can come well, from this.
0: We've done it in. we've applied it in uh, several different areas. The, the very first pilot and the way that this started was with a holistic resort. And um, the call center there, because they dealt with um, the the type of people that were looking to literally disconnect and find peace in their life, they were not sales-oriented. They were quite sales-averse. So the training there necessitated that I not use traditional sailing, uh, sales methods. And that's, that was the genesis, the foundation around which Decisive was created. From that point, we said, well, maybe it just worked in this one instance. Uh, from there, we evolved it and applied it to uh, insurance sales where it's working well there as well. And probably the most extreme end of it was on the industrial side, where one of the clients I worked with used it in a sales situation with a steel mini mill, where they were selling industrial steel products that were being, you know, rolled and forged. Uh, so to go from holistic resorts to um, industrial B2B sales in the steel industry is about as diverse as you can get, and it really validated the fundamental concepts of you know, the premise that we're working upon. So where does it work best? It really works best on a B2C environment where the consumer is making a purchase that has a fairly high emotional value. So things like, uh, travel and hospitality, it works phenomenally well there. Uh, we saw conversions, sales conversions on, on inbound calls increase from, um, 25% 25% to over 70% on a daily basis. It wasn't just a spike. It was sustained on a regular daily basis for the team as a whole. Um, it also works really well for insurance. It also works really well for financial services. And, you know, there's additional uh, areas that we can move on beyond that as well. But uh, right now the market is just enormous for the potential of this. And uh, we're focusing our areas primarily Um, in the travel and hospitality area because of our uh, experience with the pilot and then also to gain more uh, data points as we move forward.
2: Okay. okay. Well, the, the, you know, there's some really, really important uh, takeaways from this. And before we get to the um, the questions that uh, Brian has, I'd like you to chat about those for a little bit because there's been a lot of validation also from third parties. But, uh, you know, I'd just like to tell our listeners, too, that, Mark, yes, you are uh, one of the most analytical people that I know, a real engineer of whatever it is that you, you touch. Uh, but on the other hand, you really understand the human side, too. Uh, You know, you're a guy who's been married uh, happily for 35 years, a wonderful father and and husband as well. So uh, you understand the the emotional side of things as well. So uh, it's a really good combination in terms of... um, uh, being able to look at things analytically, but understand the human side also, so t- tell us about the 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 takeaways uh that we should be
0: looking for, and then we'll get to to the questions that Brian has sure, I think the big thing and and this whole business of the of the emotional connection um you know we've for the last fifty years education in in the United States has been tracked basically on a right brain, left brain mentality. We've all heard about the left brain analytics and the right brain creatives. Well, essentially what we're discovering in neuroscience is that we're whole brain people. And while we do have a, um, a preference or we have a pre to one type of um, brain activity, we we use our whole brain. And the method that we've developed with Decisive is about connecting the brains more seamlessly together so that we're not just isolating emotional behavior versus analytical behavior. So it's whole brain. Um, The concepts that we're working with here are the really important things is that within the world of sales today, every type of sale, whether it's consumer or B2B, is fundamentally changing because of access to information um, and the ability for people to do their homework in advance of ever contacting or ever reaching out to a salesperson. This
2: let's see, Brian?
1: I'm still here. I think we maybe just lost Mark.
2: I think we did lose Mark. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well hopefully he'll be coming right back in. Um maybe a couple of things that I would Add here too is that uh, both the Gardner Group and the Forrester Research Group, which are groups that I'm sure uh, the listeners have uh, know about, uh, they've really validated that uh, sales processes are changing. They are uh, talking to the markets about how uh, the old methods of selling are continuing to decline in effectiveness. And um, really, that uh, particularly going forward, because let's face it, uh, millennial buyers are becoming a bigger and bigger part of our market. And they're especially averse to traditional sales methods. I see that all the time. And uh, since, you know, we have to, as uh, contact center people, be able to connect with, again, whether it's on customer service, whether it's on service plus upsell, whether it's on blended or whether it's on specifically sales you know, all of us, uh, you know, have the need to, to do a better job in terms of connecting uh, and doing more faster with higher conversion rates. Okay.
0: So, uh, let's see.
2: Mark, you've come back in?
0: Yes, I am. I had a, some kind of glitch here. I don't know what the deal was. But no problem. I, I'm here. Okay. If
2: we want to finish that thought, we really should get over to Brian for the uh, the questions, or would you like to just
0: cut over to that right now? Yeah, let's just let's just cut to the questions at this point. I think it will be fine. Okay, I'm sure okay. there's, you have there's some, some questions good ones out there.
1: Yep, I do, I do, and and I'll let you know, Mark. We never really lost you because of the mind meld going on with us.
0: Oh, no, so there you go. All right, Bruce was speaking <laughs> through you. Yeah, <laughs> you you were always with he, us. You were always he was with ch- us. He was channeling me.
1: <laughs> he felt your pain. He you could see it. All right. Um, so, question from Alex. Alex uh, wrote in and said, "I have heard the term augmented intelligence instead of artificial intelligence for AI used in this context." What is the difference?
0: Well, it's an evolution, uh, Brian. I mean, you know, we we talk about AI and the traditional um, perception of AI is that it's going to be machines and um, cyborgs replacing people and machines taking the place of people thinking. And in reality, it's not. Um, there's so much work that's being done in this space right now, and, and you're already starting to hear it more and more. You're starting to see it in commercials, uh, you know, the Super Bowl. Um, H&R Block announced a collaboration with uh, IBM Watson to apply augmented intelligence to uh, doing tax returns. You're going to see it everywhere in our lives over the next 24 to 36 months. So augmented intelligence is about basically thinking faster with additional capabilities. So it's just like the evolution from horseback riding to um, you know, an automobile. We're able to apply technology and do things faster and more efficiently through the use of this technology. But it's still um, it's an augmentation of human intelligence, and I think that's yeah, the, the trend. Absolutely,
2: there uh, we were both at uh, uh, the uh, World of Watson event last October, and Ginny Rometty, the CEO of uh, IBM was talking about this the fact that uh, really this uh, machine learning all this technology is going to augment the capabilities that the humans have in order to do a better and better job so anyway uh, very very exciting st- st- stuff and uh, things it, that we all need to keep up on
0: it's kind of like you know going to the matrix you know the the movie that was came out a few years ago <laughs> and right. there's there's one, there's one element there is free your mind and essentially, if I look at augmented intelligence, that's really what it does. It frees your mind to to literally open yourself to new levels of creativity and and development and problem solving abilities that we just don't have at the normal human level. So I'm really really excited about it. I'm, I just wish that I was about you know 30 years younger than I am because the the future is just amazing right now and. Um, so a fantastic time to be alive.
1: Cool. Excellent. I've got two uh, two more questions for you. I'll start with this one. Um, and I know you already kind of touched on it, but let's try one more time. Andy wrote in, you said that this works for all kinds of sales, but are there any specific types of sales environments that it works better on?
0: Yeah. And so this, I want to touch on this very quickly because this is a key point. Traditional sales when, when we actually broke out the whole sales process and looked at it at the analytical level, um, what we found is that every single case that we looked at it, when people come uh, into an environment where they're looking to purchase something, they look at it at the surface level. In other words, if I go to Home Depot and I'm looking for a drill bit, and I go in and I see just a huge array of different drills that are available to me, I think I'm buying a drill bit, but in reality what my intention is is I need a hole and if I take the the logic and step it further down the road is I don't need the hole I need what the hole will do for me and so the key core element of the process is in a questioning sequence that gets people to realize what their true intention is why they want to make a purchase in the in the first place and it's incredibly Um, enlightening to the person to really realize what their true purpose of buying that that um, item is what it's going to actually achieve from so it goes beyond consultative sales it becomes almost transformational in the sense that we're able to achieve a better outcome for them by guiding them to whatever the outcome is so anything that is uh it works Extremely well right now for people that are looking for something that's going to provide uh, core satisfaction to them at a level that is beyond just something that's driven by specifications. So You know, things like insurance where you're dealing with peace of mind and security and uh, protection for the family. Those are excellent. Um, Things like travel and hospitality where people are looking to connect with their loved ones, to experience new things in their life that are going to add life values and life experiences to them. These are the kinds of things that we can guide them to really help articulate for the first time in their lives to someone else really what it is that's important to them and then it gives us the opportunity to provide the solution for them
1: very cool i can see that going many many levels deep too it's interesting Yep. uh so uh last question was from chris and um wrote in we've tried to train agents for the capabilities that you described but have got mixed success with that your methodology seems more complete and how do they find out more about it
0: okay um you're correct. Um, and this, this is a great observation, because in our initial research, when, when we moved beyond the, the this is a great idea, I think it'll work phase, and we started looking into the marketplace for people that were trying to do things that were similar, uh, the first thing that we found was, number one, nobody was doing what we were doing. And we validated that through uh, other outside technology um, resource groups where, we, where you can go and say, who's doing this kind of stuff? We want to connect. Everyone said, no, this is cutting edge. So we were on our own from that standpoint. But we did find in the speech analytics area and the natural language processing, in the call industry, there's a lot of big players. There's Verint, there's Nexidia, there's um, CallMiner. There's, you know, I, we could go on and on in terms of the number of vendors that are there. Uh, everyone that we looked at that's doing speech analytics are doing them at, in a different way. They're taking one small part of those four key elements, and they're focusing on those elements. And as a result, you never get the big picture that's what makes this difference and this is one of the reasons why you would experience mixed success is because you're only looking at part of the picture and it's necessary to incorporate these additional elements in order to get the full complete uh, result but when those results come in they're dramatic Um, it it is really spectacular to watch and the level of confidence and assurance on the part of the agents just skyrockets but
2: that, that's great, uh, you know. I um, and I've seen this happen too, so it's uh, it is really pretty spectacular. And you know, we'd encourage anybody, uh, you know, uh, Chris, if uh, you'd like to, or anyone else would like to uh, write to, uh, uh, to 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 Mark and to, you know communicate with him directly. Because unfortunately, we're
0: out of time. Uh, Mark, your email address is right. <clears throat> so my email address. Is Cudre at Decisive dot com? That's C O U D R A Y at D S C I S I V E dot com. So okay. Cudre at Decisive dot com.
2: Perfect. Okay, and uh, if you have any problems with that email address, you can always contact us here at Benchmark Portal, and we can get you in touch. Okay. Well, listen, uh, that brings us to the end of the show, but uh, these are great insights. Oh, thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us, Mark, and your your thoughts. And uh, with that, anything any last uh, things before we turn things over to uh, Brian?
0: No, I, I just uh, the one thing that I would like to the listeners to take away from this is that we're in the communication business, obviously. And the tools and the discoveries that are being made right now are going to take the call center or contact center to a new level. Um, And the ability to connect and create that ideal consumer-customer experience has never been better. And I, I can't tell you how excited I am about what the future holds for us. Okay, great.
2: Uh, it is very, very exciting. So thank you very much again, Mark, and over to you, Brian.
1: All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it, Mark, Bruce, for another good show here. And uh, I'll let you know after the show, which if you're listening uh, after we recorded it, look down below and I'll put Mark's email address in there so you can reach out to him directly. But, of course, I want to thank you for joining us on another great show of Call Talk. And uh, you want to make sure that you have your fingers ready and your headset steady. And have a wonderful day, everybody. Take care. great day. Bye-bye.